What is up, everyone? This is Sarah G, and it is Gen Z Gab. Let's get into it. So this week's Monday Mood is the Global Down Syndrome Foundation, and recently it just had one of its big fashion shows slash benefits, and it was really cool to see on Instagram, and a lot of people know what I'm going to get into now, because they're probably all seen it as well, but there was a lot of people from the Grey's Anatomy cast, as well as many other celebrities, and, you know, personalities that were there, and I know I could talk about all of those people forever, but the thing is that was more, for me, amazing to watch was just the pure kindness that all these people had to share and just the message that this foundation has towards everyone. And because of the advocacy and just the way that it is all thrown out, I wanted just to say the foundation in itself is something that's truly uh, amazing. I, again, have talked about this many times and still will keep, but my mom is, again, a part of Pacer Center, so of course I'm going to love anything that has to do for advocating people differences, diversity, etc., because it's just been so ingrained in me, and lately I have been having such issue with our society no surprise, like many others, especially with, you know, the election. Thank God Gen Z did go out and vote because we were the reason that it stayed more blue. And I know that I talked a lot about this last week. And so I'm not going to get too much into it this week with the whole election stuff. Could be better, could be worse, but at least it's not as bad as some people. People were predicting, and yes, I can be upset about certain things, but, you know, it's that silver lining stuff we've got to really focus on. It's not me trying to be overly positive, pushy about it, toxicness that comes with some of the societal side that we do of looking for, you know, to be positive all the time. Because that's, we don't do that here. We don't do that toxic side of things, okay? We don't. We do where I pretty much every week talk into a mic for 20 to 50 minutes. And I'm also just beyond proud, though, to see that this many people, there is still some good in the world. And it's not that typical you know, performative that you see a lot of times with influencers. And I know that that's ridiculous for me to say, but not ridiculous also. But people would say that's such a stereotype. But I've seen far too many do that. So to me, to see, you know, actual... So it's just kind of funny because I always used to do this Google thing when I was younger and I still kind of... But uh, famous people that shared my birthday with me and you know I jokingly took it as a sign to keep going creatively and you know the great Goldie Hawn is one of them that I was born on as well as Carly Rae Jepsen and so many other creators but those are the two as well as the weird thing was that Jake Ryan Cody Lindley from uh Hannah Montana and who was the day before which is actually my uncle and my cousin's birthday and yeah, no surprise that a lot of these birthdays line up. My brother's birthday, my youngest brother 
is the 17th. My cousin's is the beginning. There's just a lot, as well as there's a lot in beginning of December, which again, if you think about it, counting back from the nine month trend, it makes sense because of St. Patrick's Day, Valentine's Day. We all regret every time we learn that, but it was a trend in like 2020 for TikTok. I unfortunately learned a little earlier from not the trend on TikTok, but just somebody saying it out loud. And I was like, no, wait, oh shit. You know, but that explains why so many people have birthdays in November and December. But aside from that, those were kind of the signs like that I thought were so cool growing up that, you know, I could keep this up. I could do this. And people talk about the whole Scorpio energy. And yeah, but I also know that because you're a cusper, like the 17th through the 21st, especially the 21st is the strongest. And I know I am into astrological stuff because, of course, I have ADHD. So yeah, neurodivergent people are more interested in it. I will say, though, I just read this again. You never know what is actually to make of it. But, you know, I take it with that kind of intuition to think about. Plus, I mean, we've all we've had three years where it's okay if you think a little bit, manifest a little bit. Right. So, uh, yeah. So that there's some good examples of other people there's probably even more I mean I know there's even more but that I'm coming up with at the top of my head but the two when I was little was uh Jake from Hannah Montana and uh Goldie Hawn like just as like around mine or my day and I was like oh wow that's cool plus again my dad showed me a lot of 80s movies which Goldie was in so it was just kind of funny I'd say when you really think about it so with that, it's just um, interesting as well, because I brought some of this stuff up with my brother, who's, again, three years younger than me, and he just kind of like looks and he's like, yeah, but so many others. And it's true as well. But I do like the like little connections that I can make within. And yeah, so there are some quick fun facts about my day and you also know now more about the cusper and the fire and water which creates more of a mist in my mind which is hilarious because also my dog is named misty i don't want to say celebs or you know personalities because they actually are more than that and they're they have that human side and i know i'm sounding so ridiculous but that's where I've been having so many conversations with my family about this this week and where I don't even know what to say anymore. And it's almost like I feel like it's too good to be true. I feel like a kid in the candy store when I finally see some faith in humanity because of all the stuff that's going on. And I know it's always confusing for anyone to always follow this ADHD motherfucking train wreck brain. Again, whenever I'm talking to my brothers, they just nod along, and they've lived with me for my entire life. Again, one's two years older, one's three years younger, and again, if you guys can get even a quarter of what they get, you're doing fine. You're doing just fine. That being said, I will be saying that Monday is my birthday, so when this releases, two days from now, pretty much, and 
Wow, I do not know what to say about my birthday. To be honest, I was always the kid growing up that loved birthdays. I tried to stick it to the world and society that I was going to be this person that was like, yes, getting older, getting older is better, all that stuff. And then suddenly after the pandemic hit, I was like, I fucking hate this place. I want to get out of here. And I've had all those feelings, I think like many, for three-ish years But I think what's really bothering me is just that it's not the same. And I get it. People feel indifferent about their birthday. But it's not even like I know. I love the the fact that I get another year and stuff. It's just I think I'm just being so depressed and indifferent because I'm turning 25. And even though that's not that old in a lot of people's eyes and I have a baby face and don't look my age, I look more like 17 to 20. But, you know, that's life and it's confusing and finding a job sucks. And I'm kind of saying the same old, same old things, but... That's the reality, because my life is like that hamster wheel currently right now, like many others, and I constantly mention the hamster wheel thing every time this podcast comes up, but it's true, and I, I want to be able to come on here and talk about some of that and it's kind of like I was brainstorming ideas this week to go through like do I do 25 things that I'm looking forward to this year 25 things that you know I learned 25 things blah blah and the funny thing is my brain goes blank because I could get pretty far like with even just five things (laughs) and then suddenly it's like You know, we've got Thanksgiving come up, and then people are like, we can't wait to practice gratitude. I'm sorry, what? We should be practicing gratitude every day, because that's actually what the frickin' Native Americans do in their cultures. Also, are we not going to talk about the fact that it was not the pilgrims, how problematic? That's a thing, like how different it's been to every year my birthday falls on kind of the week of Thanksgiving. My 21st birthday actually falled on that lovely Wednesday we like to call. Just, you know, you already know what it is. People have different names and I can't think of all the different names, but we all know it's the high school reunion you never asked for. And anyway, it was, I think it was going to be that bad, but regardless, and I shouldn't say that bad, but because it was fun, but we all know we all know that Wednesday is a is a train wreck. So, and I know I keep using train wreck this week, but that's kind of how I'm feeling right now. I feel like I'm in a train wreck because I don't have my next stop. And yes, I know that's a lot of twenty year olds plus year olds trying to figure out their next step that moved home during the pandemic. I get it. You get it. We all get it. And. You know, the frustrations that go on with living with other generations and the frustrations of, do I talk about this? Do I talk about that? Do people get where I'm coming from? And then I get yelled at or something because apparently I'm describing too much, even though when I don't describe enough, I get yelled at for that as well. And I think that that's what the generational thing between even the whole Thanksgiving aspect is. I know that sounds weird, but think about it. Gen Z and millennials have been saying like how fucked up the whole thing is. And then, you know, Gen 
ex-parents and boomer parents just like, it's like a day about gratitude. It's all this. I mean, they understand the issues that go along with it, but they just kind of whatever about it. And then when you try to like make people see it, it's the same thing with your own mental health issues within a family. And we all know that that's coming up with, you know, holidays coming up, that it is going to be a shit show. (laughs) And I know people are going to be confused about this whole what's the point that I'm trying to make but it's that you know between my birthday not making sense this year to me because the next year it's I'm gonna have to actually be more put together because of health insurance etc and I'm chronically ill like I've mentioned multiple times so there's always that piece and yes it's great that I moved home while I'm dealing with all of my autoimmune issues but at the same time the fact that your own family doesn't get it even though they try to get it even though I'm in a way the one that got all the recessive genes that composed into whatever this fucking thyroid meltdown thing was now part of it was probably COVID I got it and then you know, long haul, all that stuff. But another part of it is I've been having these issues my whole life. So it's no surprise that I got just kicked like dominoes, like where I'm all the way down. And I know that it takes a while. And, you know, like I've talked about the different dietitians to follow. And oh my gosh, it's sad when you find out one of your dietitians that you've followed that really specialized in your stuff turns out to be no better because she decides to say all the things that you should or shouldn't eat, but or what she did to get her dream body. And it's just like, oh, fuck, no. I believed in you. I rooted for you. You know, it's just, and that's where I go back to the global down syndrome foundation where, you know, you see all these amazing people and, you know, I'm trying to love and care about it because, you know, they haven't let me down yet. And I'm not even trying to put that pressure on any of them in the off chance that any person from that event, life, whatever, (sighs) who's a part of anything, I'm not putting you, like, in the hands of my happiness or anything. I'm just saying that I've been burned so many times in this world that I'm more pessimistic than optimistic. And, you know, a few times I try giving a chance to, and I'm, you know, working through the content creator world and trying to get to know new people and, you know, extending the olive branch, like I said, when I was doing the whole thing with that agency and you know it just didn't work out in the end because of the control issues and I'm not that and you know just those kind of pieces I'm more of an independent thinker so aside from that it's I think just that complexity that goes on inside of my head and how like I look at the world and people you know it's kind of funny I work with a different I'm working with an acting coach that used to work in casting and she does writing now she's done a lot of everything but the way that she goes about her audition process which it's funny because we're very similar and she's a really good fit for me she's into comedy all that stuff and you know just really really a wonderful human being 
And that's what I really like that, you know, she, she can get me to a spot. We're currently working on our first scene together, really, that I am self-taping for her, that I'm still working on the memorization, etc. But, you know, it took a while, and I actually met her through a different acting coach who was in casting formerly in production, who I've learned a lot from that I've mentioned in other things. But, you know, just... Working with these amazing people, I've also opened my eyes to how my brain thinks and how their brains think, and oddly enough, they get my brain more than anyone else, and it's not like a creepy like sci-fi thing where they get my brain, but when we're currently breaking down things, especially me and my coach like she thinks of things very similar like it's one way or another like uh I'm currently working on this insane comic character and she's she's back crap nuts like insane and you have to make her likable you can't be the victim all those things but you also have to figure out a way to not like fully Meisner or you know that (laughs) the method because that can fuck up your mind so badly so it's like are they normal or are they nuts is kind of how my theology works of it and this girl's beyond nuts but you can make her more normal in the sense that we all have these feelings now she is a little more you know impulsive but she has that lovable piece and it's kind of like all those shows like you know I'm sorry, better days, all those fun, you know, FX ones and true TV. But you start to see the correlation. And again, you can watch this with comedy dramas, etc. And you start to realize the reason some of these insane characters are so lovable is not just the way the delivery happens, but then when you start to process that they are humans... And, of course, in TV, it's going to be heightened for the comedy reasons. But, you know, at the end of the day, we've all had mental breakdowns somewhat. Some are more nervous and intense and where you're freaking out beyond belief and you don't know what's happening. And some are just day-to-day stress in life. And I know that I'm probably babbling at this point or it's sounding very confusing to fully follow. And I, again, understand that that might not work for everyone, but just do what Charlie Day does and it's always in sun- sunny in Philadelphia and just make that chart of being like, bam, 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 bam. Okay, she's talking about this, she's talking about that, she's talking about if you're someone who likes order. Otherwise, if you live in the crazy ADHD space brain, you probably followed everything that I said. Or you zoned out. Either way, good job. <laughs> And I wanted to also talk about just, you know, with spending time with family, you can go off into the whole, you have to kind of play on the generational thing. And I know that's going, circling back to the conversation I was kind of having before all the crazy content things that I was talking about, but it's true. Uh, And a good thing that you can still do for putting up boundaries For the family that refuses to, here's a quick thing that I will tell you that you can get away with is the illnesses that are going around. 
And even if you're not, even if you're vaxxed and, you know, don't really need to wear a mask anymore, you can still be like, keep some distance if you don't want to talk to that creepy uncle or that scary aunt or the Karens, you know what I mean. Just if you don't want to talk to those types of family members, then you can use the illness stuff. There's the flu going around, RSV, there's weird food poisonings. Just, you know, regular, typical life stuff that you can use when you're not trying to get out of a conversation with those specific type of family members. Aside from, you know, just the typical if you were driving home from school and you had a hiccup and those could happen as well because life happens and you never know what's going to hit next. So, yeah. <laughs> I know that kind of sounded really insane and deranged, but that's what the holidays are about, right? You kind of go from one thing to another. And then that's me just talking about some of the stuff that I'm personally working on myself. Again, I still have emailed out a bunch of guests. Hopefully after the holidays, I will get some answers back. I understand everyone is very busy, so it's no big deal, but I completely understand why... You know, it, it it's a struggle sometimes to do a podcast solo by yourself like I am. And I'm going to talk about this again because I give so much credit, again, to the people who are doing what I'm doing, who have been doing it for way longer than I have, because I, every week, again, get notes and lists and bounce ideas off of people in my household who want nothing to do with being on this. And, you know, it's a battle constantly because it's like it has to fit my theme. But that is the theme. You talk to your family because you're Gen Z and you're stuck here in your freaking house that you thought that you grew up and you were going to be gone and starting the start of your life. And it just, yeah. And I know not everyone's quite as blessed as me, but you kind of get the gist of it all where you even see these Yahoo articles about people like... Kelly Ripa's family and just even the, my mom's like, you know, celebs kids are having trouble with the job market too. And think about how many people, here's the thing. Yeah. You want your parents to be like helpful, loving, supportive, but it's also like you still, I'm like, that's your example. Like, I'm sorry, but Lily Rose Depp. Oh God. Here's the thing, yes, you know, doctors, people sometimes have connections, but this is not like the Chicago Fire, Chicago Med, uh, Gray Scrubs universe where it's like, they'll get maybe more special treatment. A bunch of kids who have family in the medical world have said, like, yes, nepotism helps in a way, but it's not the same as the nepotism that goes into celebrity kids. Now, she is very talented. We've all acknowledged that, but please stop acting like you don't, like, poor, poor you, like, blah, 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 like all these other. No. And yes, there's a weird thing that goes with nepotism kids sometimes where it's like, yeah, they're untalented, whatever. We're not saying that you're not, but you need to at least take some responsibility. But it's... It doesn't work that way, right? Because life happens. <laughs> so, yes, as that goes, you kind of see my rants are, you know, 
charming, hilarious, psychotic at moments. But you know what? Again, that is what the holidays are about. That is what your quarter-life crisis is about. If you really want to hear a good song about a quarter-life crisis, which I was obsessed with last year, 24 by Sundial. I said they were an artist earlier on that you should really listen to, like an unknown more artist. And yes, you should, because they write such relatable, they're independent, they're they're just great. And I still listen to that song sometimes because even though I'm now almost 25, it's still the same thing. It's still the same feelings because, you know, we were set up in a world and this has nothing to do. If you guys are seeing that like stuff online about your smart your ways that you'll be in the top percentile of the world because, you know, college isn't for you, this and that for you. We are all on our own journey. Don't listen to X, Y, and Z. Look, College, I was telling my parents this, especially my mom this. I wouldn't have bet on me to finish college. I wouldn't have bet on me to finish grad school. Yes, people might have been like, what What the hell are you talking about? Here's the thing. Yes, I constantly talk about it, but the ADHD, the dyslexia, it was hard. I was never getting straight A's. I did want to be a surgeon, no surprise, because of grays and scrubs, but then it's always the math and the science, but I really did, and then my parents, grandparents have said, oh, with her, you know, big heart and all that, she could have been a nurse, and that's great, but the thing is, they're also the same people telling me that you have to get this and that with it, and so is society, so no, and then working your butt off to get, you know, passing and that's fine and I'm not trying to say that one way or another and people would say don't be too hard on yourself you're probably like amounting yourself literally again I I had the drive to prove people wrong that's more what it was based off of and yes there's no guarantee I was gonna get through college there was no guarantee I was gonna get through the grab program I did I somehow miraculously pulled it off, and yes, people can say, but it's just for this, and it's just for that. You know what? Screw that. I still got it all done, and I am proud of it, and this is not me being like Miss Know-It-All-Y, but no surprise, and I can still use all the things that I learned with my schooling to be a content creator, to be an actress, you know, all those things. You can learn different sides and different pieces. It can help with production. I'm just saying that we all find our own paths and our own ways. And I know I sound like an old person saying that, but, you know, you learn slowly over time that what works for you doesn't always work for everyone else. And yes, that is the stuff that you heard early on in your life that you don't always want to hear from, you know, family, friends, whatever. And you know what? If you're a complete stranger listening to this, congratulations. A stranger gave you a device that you'll probably listen to you. You know why? Because I'm not any of those people. And as we wrap up this week's podcast, which has been very... <laughs> Very therapeutic for me, at least, and you all know how I'm feeling about my, you know, big life event coming up, <laughs> even though it doesn't make you old. Just remember that for all the other people turning 25 this year, it does not make us old. I wanted to quickly do a shout out because I noticed, because I follow all these celebrities, all these different TV things, but 
Rita Moreno and Debbie Allen especially, and Debbie Allen just is killing it, and so is Rita, but they both got inducted into the Television Academy Hall of Fame and so many others, and honestly, you know, watching all the different things and realizing how much both Rita and Debbie have done for the community it's phenomenal and Rita has always been such an influence in my life Debbie as as well but I just wanted to touch on how Rita's gonna be 91 in a few weeks and there is no holding her back Norman Lear just turned 100 and you know she always posts on Instagram a picture with him on his birthday or her birthday and it's just very interesting but she was on that one day at a time as Abuelita but the thing is that the only reason I'm talking about this so much is that I should not be, you know, frustrated with my birthday because these people are totally killing it at the ages that they are. And it's inspiring aside from, you know, Rita paved the way for so many women, so many Latinx and so much more as well as Debbie and Debbie Allen is just incredibly talented and just wonderful with everything she does with her philanthropy and I know I talk a lot about this type of stuff in my podcast but it's true we gotta give credit and we gotta give celebration to these people because again people like Selena Gomez etc it just it's what keeps the world going and it's just ways that I remind myself when I get down good people exist so as we move on from this week's you know podcast and have a Thanksgiving holiday wonderful messy whatever you want to call it just know that we will be gabbing soon and that I hope you get through it. I hope you enjoy parts of it. I hope you understand what you didn't learn in school about it. And we will gab soon. <laughs>